Atomic Blonde. It's actually a movie set in. I say actually. I'm not. Oh, actually, there ain't nobody wrong here. But it's a movie set in the 1980s around the uh, end of the Cold War. I'll give a quick uh, synopsis here. Atomic Blonde is a 2017 American action spy thriller film starring Charlize Theron, directed by David Leitch and written by uh, Kurt Johnson. This was actually the interesting thing I found out because I'm usually up on uh, comics that come out and I'd never heard of this one. It's based on a uh, 2012 graphic novel called The Coldest City, uh, which revolves around spies trying to find this list of um, double agents that's been collected by uh, MI6. So it's kind of a cool story. It's pretty much uh, she's connected with a contact uh, in England, this dude uh, named uh, David Percival, to one investigate the death of a uh, of an agent that was uh, stationed there, and to f- connect with this dude, find this list, and possibly, hopefully, save the lives of other agents. Now, the story of this one gets interesting, then gets pretty complicated, and at times it's kind of murky in itself because it really goes out of its way to show now nah, man she's a badass agent she's in this world of like weird stuff it's the 80s so they're force feeding a uh a soundtrack at you like this thing <laughs> is designed as so many songs dude she walks into this club and they play like three four songs as the thing plays out she leaves the club she goes to a bar they play in five four or five more songs there while she meets a contact and then she meets someone who's been following her and then she meets someone who Seems like he may be a, a uh, like a, a, another major part of the story, and it turns out this is just a curveball they're throwing you to kind of throw you off the scent of where the story's really going. And I get it that it's a spy thriller, so it's supposed to be um, a little head turning. You know, you're supposed to be like, "Whoa, wait a minute, this happened, but I thought this happened." Connecting clues and connecting dots, but then it just keeps hitting you with more and more. And I'm just like, okay, at some point, yeah, no, I get it. It's it's spy stuff. It's supposed to be confusing and you know uh, uh, a convoluted story that comes out, a complex story that you know comes out to an interesting end. And instead, it just kind of kept throwing things at you again and again and again. And not red herrings per se um, cause not things meant to throw you off the scent of the story just stuff that's meant to I guess fill atmosphere that gets really heavy handed you know after a while I get it they're in the 80s you don't have to show me uh, 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 random fluorescence here and there it looks like um, it looks like the uh, the club scene in Total Recall threw up on some film you know that's what oh. this was here <laughs> it's like they're going really out of their way Exactly. Even Goofy agrees with me. No, that's my phone. I forgot to turn off because I'm a sucker. But I okay. Don't get me wrong. That that seems like I'm going to a negative place. I actually liked this movie. I really did because the action was hardcore. Charlize Theron gives a solid performance. You know, and I really appreciated that even though she's the main focus of this and it's the story about a uh, a badass, you know, spy that it shows also. Yeah. You know, she's got all the moves and, you know, she handles business in these fight scenes, but also she gets roughed up like she she, there's like fight scenes where she's taking out like, you know, 19 different guys. They come out of one at one, you know, one on one, two on two. And she's fighting them. And, you know, there's guns going off here and there. And she's disarming people and, you know, taking out these folks here and fighting knives and all this stuff. And then there'll be another scene where, yeah, and right after that, she has to spend the night in a bathtub full of ice. Because she got roughed up. It's like after the fight scene, she walks off all badass. And then when she takes off the clothes, you see bruises here. You see she got shot at one point and she's actually reacting to it. You know, she finishes the fight scene trying to, uh, you know, favoring that one side because there's a bullet there. 
you know, and, and she's still, you know, showing like it looked like there was actual training here that she employed to dispatch enemies. I'm like, I appreciate that because James Bond is automatically invincible for no reason. Sure. You know, this was uh, this was a someone this was someone who was well trained, but still susceptible, not invincible, still susceptible to, to damage, to long lasting effects. You know, she lost a um, uh, what do you call? It? She's supposed to be the handler of someone. And she lost her charge. She lost someone she's supposed to protect. And you see her react to that emotionally. You know, so she's not some cold super spy. And here's one thing that I, I guess, um, disappointed me. That that's what it looks like in the trailer. I can understand you want to get butts in the seats. It's supposed to look like this uh, impossible badass figure. You know, and they paint that in the trailers. The trailers show her as cold. Everyone's in love with her. You know, uh, uh, men love her. Women want to be her. You know, this wasn't that. This was far more of a human performance. And when she had to be it, yes, she was that stone cold bitch. You know, she was that in that that you know uh, a hardcore, uh, very impressive fighter, very impressive, uh, uh, you know, super spy with like you know collecting intel, with you know meeting people and having that imposing uh, figure that she presents. I'm like that part was awesome, and then you got to see her react. She falls in love with another uh, with another uh, fledgling spy, and that relationship. This was played by, jeez, uh, I got the um, list up here real quick. Oh, it's actually not in the top list, so I have to go a little delve a little deeper. Uh, she was the actress that played the mummy in the new Mummy with Tom Cruise. If you guys have seen that, very different take. And oh, um, if you've seen Kingsman, she was the gazelle, the assassin with the uh, blades for feet. Nope. Oh, okay. Well, that's another one you should definitely see. That was awesome, and she gave a good performance. You know, uh, James McAvoy, Professor X himself. Uh, played a, a very interesting role in this. He was David Percival, the charge that you went to see. And the trailers paint him as kind of a goofy, you know, second banana figure. He's there for comic relief. He's going to be the Robin to her Batman. Or maybe the uh, Jimmy uh, the Jimmy Olsen to her Superman. You know, he's there to just be impressed by everything she does. And that's not the character he played in the movie. The character he played in the movie was was deeper than that, was a little darker than that. And I was very impressed. I think this is a good movie that's just being sold the wrong way. And it's a complex story. It has its problems. Don't get me wrong. But at the crux of it, this is something I would definitely recommend people pay to see. If you're into spy movies, this is a good spy movie. If you're uh, disenfranchised, if you're tired of, if you're just jaded by uh, movies that present anyone who's ever worked in espionage being invincible, being uh, having no faults, and feeling no emotion, just being like all about the job and nothing else. This was not that. This one presented a, I won't say far more human. It did have elements of, no, when she's needed to be a badass, she's Arnold Schwarzenegger with boobs, you know? <laughs> and Sounds interesting, man. Oh, this was very surprising. I'm happy they had an advanced screening so far in advance of the movie so I could, one, see it and talk about it, and two, it will have enough time to build up the press that it needs, I think, the um, reputation for being the good movie that it is, you know? So, the, so it sounds like the problem is it falls short of hitting something along the lines of what Uma Thurman did in Kill Bill. 
Well, Uma Thurman and Kill Bill, that one thing was ripe, was rank with Quentin Tarantino. Oh, very much like Michael Bay, Quentin Tarantino-isms. You know, a lot of that movie was trying to force really cool dialogue, really stylized, stylized scenes that were all homages to different films yep. and kind of losing its own uniqueness as a film, as a story. Well, I'm saying with the character specifically. Oh, like how she presented um, yeah. a badass with emotion? The bride, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I definitely got that from uh, Charlize Theron in this movie. Oh, okay. Uh, I like Charlize Theron as an actress. This is definitely a high point in her catalog. Uh uh-huh. Also, the look they gave her, I got a lot of Debbie Harry from it. You know, and I guess that really ties into the 80s-ness of it. You know, it's set in the 80s, and they want you to know that. They beat that over your head constantly. It even starts <laughs> off with, like, you know, there's a Walkman playing. You know, I hit this. I, I There's a whole scene. I You can... See me putting the tape in and hitting play and then shh, and then it goes into the tracks. And nice. when they have an interrogation scene, there's a whole reel-to-reel that they hit there and all the equipment's big and, you know, squared off and very 80s. Everything was very 80s to the point where even she looked like Blondie. It was that uh, 80s they forced that look, but I yeah. liked it. 80s ain't 80s until you have that static sound playing You need background. that static sound. You need the static sound. <laughs> you need some fluorescence and day glow. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also uh, noticed and have to call out John Goodman. He wasn't really in the credits. He wasn't really in the trailers much, but he gave a quick but good performance. I think this makes up for that, um, I guess, that wasting of John Goodman in uh, Kong. No, well, <laughs> that's a different kind of wasting. That's a different kind of wasting. The movie The Atomic Blonde starring Charlize Theron. It'll be out in theaters uh, very soon. I would recommend anyone see it. If you're into spy movies, you'll you'll appreciate this one, and you may even dig it. If not, it's just a good night out of the flicks, man. You know? It's not Shakespeare, but yo, it's a good it's a good time. 